You're listening to Salary Savvy, episode 17. On this podcast, we explore how to advance the wealth and careers of women in other marginalized communities in tech. Here, you'll find practical, actionable advice that helps you scale your career and unapologetically create a life you love. I'm your host, Chrissy Battle, and thanks for joining me on this journey. You know that feeling when you have to make a bunch of decisions back to back and the farther you get into the decision making process, it feels harder and harder every time. And even if the decision is a simple one, if it's the 15th important one that you've had to make that day, it can feel so much harder than the first decision you had to make that day. That is what we're talking about today how you can make that situation or that sensation feel easier by managing your decision-making process. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about why it feels so dang hard when you have to make decisions back to back. And we're also gonna talk about what you can do to combat that feeling when you start to experience it, as well as steps you can take to ultimately help you make better decisions. So better decisions in terms of you can make them more quickly, better decisions also in terms of you're making higher quality decisions because you are saving your mental energy for the important decisions that you're going to come up against throughout your day. So first off, what makes decision making feel so dang hard when we have to make decision after decision after decision? Why is the fifth decision, why does it feel so much more of a struggle than the first decision. It's because of something called decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is essentially mental exhaustion. It's the fact that you have a finite amount of energy or capacity to make decisions every day. And each time you have to make a decision, you are spending some of it. And I found a quote by Dr. Lisa McLean that I feel like does a fantastic job of encompassing what decision fatigue is. She says, decision fatigue is the idea that after making many decisions, your ability to make more and more decisions over the course of the day becomes worse. So the more decisions you have to make, the more fatigue you develop and the more difficult it can become. So again, in short, it's mental exhaustion. It's the fact that our decision-making ability isn't something that we can power through and force ourselves to make good quality decisions. It is a finite resource that we each have a different capacity, but a finite resource to spend throughout the day. And later in this episode, we're going to talk about what you can do to prevent yourself from reaching that point of exhaustion. But first, I want to talk about what some of the signs are that you are bumping up against decision fatigue, because not only is it important to know how to address it, It's also important to recognize when you're experiencing it or you've met your capacity so that you can plan accordingly. So some of the common signs that you are reaching a point of decision fatigue are things like you're feeling the inability to think clearly or focus around the points of the decision. So the things that you need to make. You could also feel it. I know I personally feel this one the most analysis paralysis. So you keep going back and forth. You've weighed all of the options. You've thought about all the angles. And even with that, you cannot 
commit to a choice. And so you just kind of bounce back and forth between the options, never choosing anything. Another sign can be procrastination. And I know procrastination can get a bad rap, but in this case, it is your body or your brain basically telling you that you have met your capacity and it's a symptom of that. So it's important to recognize that procrastination can be a symptom of this decision fatigue, or it could be a symptom of something else, but that could be something that you're experiencing. Another one is irritability in a short temper caused by the frustration that you have around reaching that capacity. I know that I feel this one a lot as well. So I have the analysis paralysis and I get a really short temper when I've had to make a lot of decisions back to back and I'm feeling tired. I often feel frustrated with myself as part of that short temper because I want to be better. I want to basically have more stamina than I do. And so much of what my own reflection around decision fatigue tends to be is just recognizing that it's a finite resource and I need to just make sure I'm spending it wisely versus trying to force myself to have a level of stamina that my brain just doesn't have. But yeah, so that short temper or that frustration or irritability, that could be a symptom for you. And the last couple are impulsivity, where you just kind of throw your hands up in the air and you're like, whatever, this one, I pick, I pick the second option. Where you're not really considering it, you're just you know, going with the wind and picking an option, that could definitely be a sign that you are approaching or experiencing decision fatigue. And then the last one is just feeling really overwhelmed. So you just feel the burden, I would say, of all these different options and you can't sort through it. And that can be a sign that you're experiencing decision fatigue. And if you identify that you're feeling any of these symptoms, The important thing here for you to remember is, again, it's not necessarily something that you can force yourself to have more capacity or stamina. So be gentle with yourself and realize that depending on the urgency of the decision, this could be something that maybe you can wait until tomorrow when you're feeling fresh to make that decision again, to give yourself the opportunity to make a better quality decision. So the first step here is, just recognizing that you're experiencing the decision fatigue. And then next, what we're going to talk about is what you can do to combat that feeling. And then ultimately what you can do to help make better decisions and not just better decisions in terms of faster decisions or helping to prevent the feeling of decision fatigue. Also to just make better quality decisions because you are essentially reserving that capacity or that mental energy to be able to reserve it for the important decisions that you need to make instead of the small day-to-day decisions. And that's what we're going to talk about next. One of the best ways that you can insulate yourself from experiencing decision fatigue or reaching it as quickly as you might right now is pre-making as many decisions as you can. And what I mean by that is seeking out routines and habits that you can have through your day-to-day work or your personal life that is gonna help you save that mental stamina for big decisions because you have already pre-made a lot of decisions for how you move through your day. Routines and habits for things like your morning routine, like you don't have to decide what time you wake up because you wake up at the same time every day. You might eat the same breakfast every day. 
You might have the same routine for how you get ready, like the order you get ready, the time you leave your house. All of these things you can figure out in a routine or a ritual that you practice every day. So that all of those decisions, you know, the 15 decisions that you have to make every day before you even go to work are already pre-decided. What you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, what time you're going to get up. All of those can be incorporated into a morning routine to save that mental stamina for decision making later in your day. Another example of a routine that you could seek out would be a daily planning exercise. So I have an episode on this, how to plan your day like a badass. I'll put the link in the show notes, but really the daily planning exercise or routine, you're deciding in advance how to prioritize your day. So your tasks change every day, but the way that you go through and say, what is the most important thing that I need to do? I use this rubric to decide What's the most important thing? And then I do those things. So it's not you just looking at a whole to-do list of 15 things and you're like, oh, I don't know which one to pick. How do I decide? If you have some sort of planning exercise or process, you can basically put that all through a filter and everything is pre-decided and you're, it's just easy to sort it down into what's first, what's next, and what's last. Another fantastic place that you can set up a ritual or a process or a routine is around how you prepare for intensive work. And by intensive work, I'm talking about when you need to be heads down and you need to be doing deep thought work. This is the perfect opportunity for you to make a couple of decisions in advance. So before you have an intensive working session, you could pre-decide the type of music that you listen to. You could say, I listen to this same type of music every time I need to do deep work or heads down work. I block my calendar for this amount of time. I put my phone on silent and I mute my laptop notifications and then I get to work. So you're not having to decide if you have that heads down ritual, you're not having to decide all of these decisions of, well, how long am I going to work? How do I prepare before I start work to make sure that I don't get distracted? All of those decisions are made in advance. So if you're listening to this, And you're like, Chrissy, I'm a really spontaneous person and this sounds boring as heck. Why would I want to have processes for everything? That's just going to suck all my creativity out. My counter to that would be, I feel like you're creating the ability to spend that finite energy that we all have on the things that actually need your creativity and your decision making versus spending all your creativity or that like those thought processes and that energy on deciding what you're going to have for breakfast and figuring out how you're going to work through your to-do list for the day. If you have processes for those, then you can save your decision-making for the important things that come up or to assess new opportunities so that you are giving your best brain energy to the things that are going to help you build momentum in your career. So you can weigh the big decisions instead of getting bogged down by lots of little piddly stuff that you can just pre-decide through a habit or a process and you don't have to think about it anymore. So decision fatigue isn't something that you can overcome. That's just how your brain works. That's how all of our brains work. But it is something that you can learn to manage so that you are able to focus that decision-making prowess and capacity on the decisions that are going to make a bigger impact in your life instead of small distractions. All right, your homework this week 
is to pick one area of your life that's causing consistent stress or causing you to bump up against decision fatigue pretty consistently. And I want you to implement a routine for it. So I want you to figure out what are the repeatable decisions that you're coming up against in this scenario so that you can pre-make those decisions, figure out a routine or a habit or a ritual that's going to free up your brain for bigger and more exciting stuff. All right, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you are having a fantastic week. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would go wherever you're grabbing your podcasts from, either Apple or Spotify or Google, wherever it is, head over to your app, rate and review the podcast. Because what that does is it helps other folks find the show so that we can all go on this journey together. Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye for now.